Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Looked like the Cavs had one last night in Utah. Was 107 to 102. Five-point Cav lead with 124 on the clock. Second later. Jordan Clarkson, the former Cavalier who has picked up plenty of tattoos since leaving Los Angeles, had no tattoos when he played for the Lakers. Now covered with, with key members of his life all over his body. Kind of cool. Um, great dude. Hit the three, was fouled, hit that. He should ball, play defense on the baseline. Ball out. Um, then he puts up another three, gets fouled by Karis LeVert again, made that. So a seven-point play. And that really swung it. So, um, seven-point Jordan Clarkson possession, and in all, it was a thirteen-to-nothing Utah Jazz run from under one thirty to play. It was one twenty-three when Clarkson hit the three, and over the next minute, it was a thirteen-to-nothing run. That's some serious scoring in a minute. But when you know you can put up. Seven points, Andy, and the clock barely moves. That's really pretty good. I don't. Why do they play defense in the NBA? I mean, that that Andy, play a, right it's there. It's a foul. Is, you might not <clears throat> like it, but it's a foul. It's but it's garbage. I mean, he swung his legs from outside the three to inside the three. They reviewed it, looked at it, and they're and, wrong. And, uh, that's, well, and, uh, here's what's the wrong: call. the game is wrong. Then, if that's if you can't do that defensively, something's wrong with the game. Something that, you you undercut the player coming down from he his didn't jump shot. Undercut the player at you all. Took away Jeff. his landing space. Oh God, man, this game is horrible. No, this is why I don't like the NBA. I, I mean, I got to tell you, there are things about the game I don't like. I mean, all he did was put his arms up in the air and try to play a. Li- he didn't even play hard defense on that. You can sit on your soapbox, both of you, the two of you. Can sit We're on not your soapbox. on a soapbox. We're you just interpreting the rules. It's, it's a bad reality. rule. They don't want defense in the league. That's all. I mean, well, nobody. There's no people intent. bitched about defense in the league. Well, here's my what, bigger what problem. That is, my is bigger you're, problem you're putting... is there's no. Let me finish. There's no intent. There's no intent. Like that's flagrant. This is crazy. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, your show. Go. I, I'm allowed to have an opinion every once in a while, and I just think it's a bad rule. That's quite all right. You're allowed to have all the opinions you want. And it it was a rule that was exploited for a long period of time, so they actually have started reviewing guys that are kicking their legs out and doing all of that kind of stuff. And it's you going to tell those, me he didn't kick his legs out on that? It's, it went to review. The referees determined he didn't kick his legs it's out garbage. on garbage. I mean, Sorry. it's 
you you have to give the landing space so that guys aren't falling on feet, rolling ankles, and hurting knees and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, right. it's it's a safety rule. They they really amped it up and put it in place after Kawhi Leonard in that playoff game when Zaza Pachulia closed him out a little too close, and Kawhi Leonard ended up rolling an ankle, and I, so it it kind of became a big emphasis for a while. It's the soft. it's the NB. No, it's not. It's the it's, NB. I'm telling you, my, the words out of my mouth are it's soft, Jeff. I'm telling you, I think it's soft. Landing, you don't have to. Landing on ankles and rolling ankles and everything else, it's the NBA's version of protecting the quarterback. It's just what it is. Next. Nonetheless, the Cavaliers had a chance to win the game, and they didn't. And a couple of things stood out to me about this game. I can't stand what's become of the three-point shot in the NBA. And it's it's this. There are guys shooting threes who shouldn't be shooting threes. I mean, just because the just because the analytics say three is more than two mm-hmm. doesn't mean that guys who aren't good at shooting the three should shoot the three. Last night, Donovan Mitchell was seven of eighteen on threes. That's fine. That's you know, it's about what, thirty eight, thirty forty percent, something like that. Seven of eighteen. All the other calves were three of nineteen from behind the three point line. Well, go get two. You don't need to shoot three. If if it's not falling, if you're not hot, don't shoot it. And I I think the Cavs, like many other teams, are very guilty of doing that. And the analytics say it, shoot a three, great, but you stink at shooting threes. You know, in, and not not that the Cavs stink, but if you stink at shooting them, or they're not working that night, don't shoot the three. If Here's, Allen's not sick last night, do they win? Maybe. I mean, that's zero. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe. When you throw a zero on the If board, Colin Sexton's like, not out with a hamstring. You know? Does it go the other way? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland combined for 67 points last night. The other Cavs had 47. Is that good? I I just, I have a We've hard time. Yeah, I, ha- I have a hard time. I, I don't, and, and go back through, you know, all the NBA history you want to go back from. I don't care for teams where one or two guys dominate the scoring. Doesn't mean they can't be wildly successful. Okay? I mean we we won a championship with that happening here. I prefer teams where I like team basketball, I guess is the best way to put it. I I loved the teams that were led by Larry Dance and Brad Doherty and Mark Price because they really played as a team. You know, the old the Laker teams, I've, I've never been a Laker fan. But when you had Magic and Kareem and Worthy and Byron Scott and Rambus, I mean, you played, it was a team. And that was fun. I thought that was fun to watch. I love that that aspect. That's the kind of basketball I like. Celtics of the 80s, same type of thing. Uh, the, the league today, it's tougher to do that. So let's let's keep that in mind. There are many more teams and many more spots on the roster. So instead of having... What, Andy, back then, you know, when, when I was talking about, like, the Celtics and Lakers teams with Bird and Magic and all that stuff, yeah, 12, 12 man rosters and, like, 23 teams. Right. So that's, what, under 300 players sure. playing at, at the NBA level, as opposed to now where there are about 500 players playing at the NBA level. Do you think it's watered down? Yeah, without yeah. question. All right. Yeah, you can't, you can't have – four, five, six really primo players on a team anymore. They're, 
just not that many good players to go around, especially, well, and and I say that even with the inclusion and the infusion, I guess is the better word, of, of some terrific foreign players who are even more so in the league now. There just aren't enough great NBA players to go around to support enough teams playing the type of basketball I've always enjoyed. So you've got to have couple of really big time scores that that's just the way the game is played right now I, but i think we're are you weighing this out against having one guy who's got to score 40 points a night plus and then having uh you know like three or four guys that maybe can get to 10 yeah like last night i mean last night was a prime example where you know mitchell had 46 and then garland had 21 but you still had three other guys in double figures whereas you look at i think the other part of it that's and they were all is, where andy 10 11 uh, yeah, 10-11, yeah. but look at Utah and what they were able to do last night. You know, you get double figures from all your starters. Which uh, is, although I, it, I love that. You know, yeah, except if Allen's sick, I don't know, you kind right. of throw that out. So, um, What you just talked about is something that we're going to get into here in a couple of seconds because there there's some numbers I dug up that might actually have, might have some meaning, or maybe they don't mean anything, but they're going to they're gonna give us a little food for thought. Let's go to Lima. We don't mean Anthony. Jonas is in Lima. Hello, Jonas. Hey, Jonas. Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Okay, thank you. Hey, uh, yeah, I think you were about to tap into something that I wanted to talk about, and I don't think Cleveland sports fans have enough to be upset about, so I just want to go ahead and add some fuel to the fire. Oh, good. Um, I think the last 90 seconds was horrible, you know, with the the seven points from Clarkson and uh, Levert. But I think it might be a distraction from the performance from other players on the on the squad. Um, to your point, you know, we're leaning really heavily on our backcourt with Darius and and Mitchell, and obviously so they're all stars. Um, but we had zero points, uh, I think, from from Jetty. We had six points from K K Love. We had four points from Okoro. And I'm going to put uh, Evan Mobley out there. Uh, he had he was there for 12 and seven, and I, I guess I've had a little bit of issue with Evan this this year. You know what I mean? I, I've I've heard him being labeled as the unicorn, and I think he can be, and I think he he eventually will be. But I think he's kind of been performing average, if not underwhelmingly, this whole season. Um, I, I came into this year thinking that we would have closer to 20, 20 and 10, not 12 and seven. Um, his averages are lower than they were last year. And I think especially when you have so much attention in the backcourt um, and you get somebody like J.A. That's, that's, that's out due to illness, we need somebody like Evan who's supposed to be this all-star. And I think he will be. I ain't hate on Evan. I love Evan um, to perform a little bit more. I think he's got some deficiencies, but I'm not really hearing anybody really talking about that. Uh, I'm curious on, on your thoughts. Is that fair? Jonas, it's, it- we, we're going to have some numbers on Evan coming up in a little bit. You're going to want to hear them, but I'll, I'll give you this now. And I, I don't know the answer to this, so I wonder, is it Evan, and thank you for the call, is it Evan Mobley, Andy, or is it the scheme? Is, is it that this team is so dominated by two six one guards that Evan's not going to get that opportunity? And that's a little preview of what you're going to hear coming up in just a little bit. Because there's some, there's, it's fun with numbers, Andy. Oh, it is. Yeah, there's going to be some numbers that come up that you're going to think, hmm. And I don't, again, you can interpret numbers any way you want. I just, I've always felt, I've said it before here on the show, when Evan Mobley becomes option 1A or 1B, look out. Did Mitchell 
stifle is the word I can really think of, but the kind of slow down the process for Mobley? What do you think? You'll you'll hear some numbers coming up that might will add even more to that. I don't think that, answer that question. Like I, I, well, I positionally, don't, I don't think I don't, so. But. I don't think having a, I, I don't think having an all star caliber guard, a guy who's a guy Andy who's in the MVP conversation, right? I don't think that I don't think that can hurt you. Does that change but the it, growth pattern? Yes, that's, I, that's that's what I'm that's asking. it exactly. The word I was to me, for. it changes the entire the entire growth of the team. And they haven't quite figured it out yet, but still they're twenty six and sixteen. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it's still going pretty well, but it's not quite there yet. And when it gets there, man, look out. They could be unbelievably good. But I don't think it's quite there yet. Joe's in Cleveland, Joe. Hey, uh, Andy, I kinda agree with you, like it is soft, just like football now, because like the referees Never used to be involved in the game so much. But with all these crazy rules, it's like a third down in football, you're just holding your breath. It could be 20 yards, whatever. They're hand-fighting all game. All of a sudden, they throw the flag. Right. Basketball is the same thing. Three minutes to go. The referee's all involved in the game with all these crazy rules. you got to look for a replay. The only replay they should have is, is if the ball's going out of bounds. That's the hardest call. But as everything else, if the, if the referee's in the right position, they should see the call. There's three of them on the court. And one should go overrule one if he doesn't see, make the right call. But they're so involved in the game that it's like it changes the game. Every game now, you just hold your breath for the last three minutes, and football is the same thing. Hmm. It's just soft now because of the protection. But it's, it's, it's driving me crazy because these refs are so involved. Like, they're part of the game now. They don't need to be. They're just supposed to be just hold everything together. You shouldn't know their names, and you shouldn't know how buff they are. They should just be a part of the woodwork. That's all. So, so, I've always believed that great officials. Three minutes, most yep. important part of the game. It's all about the refs anymore. Playoffs, everything. All right, Joe. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Joe. They, they made the right call last night, Andy. You could debate this. Was it a flagrant? It, it clearly was a foul. But you, I can see where there's a debate whether that was a flagrant or not. But it, it I, I don't know. I'm still. I'm, again, I'm looking at it. it. To me, it looks like he went straight up in the air. I mean, the, the defenders got to have a place to land too, don't they? No, because if the, the shooter comes into the defenders area where they get to go up, do defenders not get to jump? If that's the rule, then I'm wrong. You're not allowed to jump underneath the guy. I, and, and oh man, I don't the, think you. You have to give them. the shooter room to come down. But that's what it is. If you're not making contact, forget it. I'm not. I'm not going to win this argument with you. But I do think that there's something to be said for if a defender jumps straight up in the air. The defender's got to have room to come down, too. So you're watching it right now, right? Yeah, I'm watching his does arms. Karis, does Karis LeVert fall forward when he goes after the ball? Does he fall forward? Does no. he move forward? Does he move forward when he jumps, or is it straight up and down? He, he, hang on. He puts his arms back up in the air. I can't believe hmm? Menigan's going to yell at me because we've got to go to break. Although Menigan just I'm the one who's kept in, us going. Yeah, I'm the one who's inside. He, he, here's the, this is on me, Poopa. The problem is, is that his legs swing forward on the shot. Not, not natural, by the way. And it, it's it's the whole draw the foul thing. It's it's like watching Chevy Chase trying to make the basket against the lawyer in Fletch. No, 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 no. Oh, wrong movie. Yeah, in Fletch. Wrong oh, movie. drew the foul. Come Is on. this anything? But there's nothing flagrant. I to have that. I have a I have a number, Andy. You yeah. are not going to believe. Next on Basket and Phelps. Uh, we're both Letterman fans. Going back. Yep. Is this anything? Was a bit that Dave did. Uh, we're not allowed to sing. We're not going to sing. We're not going to play the thing. But we're calling it Is This Anything? 
Yeah, there's like three people that know this. But yeah, I know. Yep. So I started checking on a couple of things, and I it led for me to me checking other things, and so I simply wanted to look up what the Cavaliers' record was in games when Donovan Mitchell scored 30 or more. And that led me to do some other things. So is this anything? Cavs are right now 26 and 16. They're dropped to fifth place in the Eastern Conference, but it's percentage points behind Philadelphia. Is this anything? In 18 games this year, Donovan Mitchell has scored 30 or more points. And in those 18 games, the Cavs' record is 14 and 4. What's yeah, that? get to what, thirty. What's that mean? I say get to thirty. I have no problem with that. Okay, if you're fourteen Dan, and four. Dan, yes, that's what's that something. mean. Repeat that guy for me one more time. Eighteen times this year, Donovan Mitchell has scored thirty or more points. In those eighteen games, the Cavs' record is fourteen and four. Yeah, that, that that definitely counts for something. I mean, your primary scorer, who you're paying the most amount to, and also is leading the team in usage, should also lead you in points. Okay, I agree with that. Does it mean that if he doesn't have a big night, they're in trouble? Does it mean they're too reliant on Donovan having these big, big games? No. Because when he scores under 30 points, their record is 10-9. and nine. Then for sure, no. It's not anything. It's something for him to score 30. He needs to get to 30. I'll buy into That's that. a lot to ask. Well, it's just a marker. Okay. When so it scores, is something. When he scores under 30 points, they're 10-9. and nine. And he's not played in five games. Their record in those five games is two and three. So Mitchell has played when he when he doesn't in games when he doesn't provide thirty or more points. Their record is twelve and twelve. So it's not the end all be all. It is something for them to hit for him to score thirty okay. because that your odds of winning uh, increase. That's what I would say. This is my analytics segment, by the way. If you look, like at, that. look at you analyzing. Thank yeah. you. Okay. I just found that interesting. I, I mean, it's so when he scores, they have they win. So I think it's a thing. But he, but he scores big. I mean, 30 points is a lot of points. Yeah. Okay. I definitely think it's a thing. And I think what it tells you is the path of least resistance for this team to win is for Donovan Mitchell to go off, which, by the way, that's basketball. That's how a lot of teams win. But what it tells me is that they need to work a little bit more on having Mitchell out of the lineup and finding other ways to put the ball in the basket. Well, yeah, this isn't like other. Primary I remember sports. the numbers that were gaudy with LeBron towards the end. Mm. Like when LeBron didn't play, we didn't win. Right, but that's because. But you, that's not the same here. You built an entire offense around drive and kick with one guy holding the ball the mass the majority of the time and four shooters around him, and so you get somebody in there who doesn't have the same gravity as LeBron James. You've got a problem. All right, here's another one. Darius Garland has scored twenty or more points in seventeen games. Cavs record in those games eleven and six. Pretty good. 11 and 6 when he's 20 or more? 20 or more. It's just basketball. I don't think that is something. It's not okay. nothing. It's That's just, just basketball. There. Yeah. Okay. Here's the stat that you're going to – it's going to boggle your mind. Okay, go ahead, boggle. Darius Garland has missed nine games this year. How many wins do you think the Cavs have in those nine games? Six. I'm going to say eight. Nine. They have nine. Okay. They are nine and zero when Darius Garland doesn't play. Now, there's no way on God's green earth that the Cavs are better without Darius Garland. So, okay, let's let's make that perfectly clear. But when he doesn't play, they haven't lost. They're nine and zero when he sits. 
That, to me, is mind-boggling, and it means only this. They haven't, and, and when he has played, when Darius has played, they are 17 and 16. They're a 500 team. So when he sits, 9 and 0. When he plays, they're 500, 17 and 16. It screams to me, all right, they haven't quite figured out how to play together in that backcourt. Did you go to the next thought? Did you did you marry your two thoughts on games when they're both out? No, on the games that he's out uh, with the points on Mitchell? Yes. Um no. Okay. No, but you can be sure that Donovan Mitchell. And, I would think that those are all thirty-plus point nights. I would think they're probably yeah. pretty big nights. Okay, but but think about that. That and and I think Darius is a terrific player, and I don't know that he'll make an All-Star team anytime soon because you're not probably going to get two six-one guards from the same team in an All-Star game very often. Right. That means Donovan Mitchell is going to be your All-Star. Donovan should be an All-Star starter. But they're nine and zero when Darius sits, and they're seventeen and sixteen when he plays. To me, it means one thing and one thing only. Okay, there's still a work in progress when it comes to Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell playing on the floor together in games. That's all that means to me. All right, here's another one. You ready? You have another big one like this? Yeah, this is this is pretty interesting to me. Okay. Um. Evan Mobley has had only seven games of 20 or more points this year. Their record in those games, four and three. Okay, Mobley? Seven games of 20 or more points. Their record is four and three in those games. Uh, to me, it means, all right, thanks, Evan. Appreciate you contributing. Thanks for showing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And so, he because, did his part. because when Donovan scores big, they're 14 and 4. That's 30 or more. When Darius scores 20 or more, they're 11 and 6. When Evan does, they're 4 and 3. To me, it's like, eh, okay, interesting. This is the thing that I do think is pretty interesting. Evan Mobley's scoring has gone down every month this season. Why? I don't know. Because his shot total has remained about the same. Hmm. This, to me, is interesting. I don't know the answer to it, but let me give you the numbers. October, six games. Average 15.8 points a game. Okay, 15.8. November, 14.7. December, 13.8. So far in four games in January, 11 points a game. Hmm. So 15.8, 14.7, 13.8, 11. While his shots have gone per month, 10.8, 11.3, 9.6, 10. So, you know, I I tend to think he's not getting enough shots, but he also didn't get enough shots when he was averaging 15.8 points a game. Is this anything? I don't know. I don't know if that is. I I, I don't know. Again, I still think there's still some transitional issues that are going on here too. So getting used to trying to, you know, we talked about who you're playing with and what this, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not worried about it. How's that sound? It could be something, but I'm not yeah. worried about it. I I just can't wait to see that guy average like 17 and 12. I have an odd question for you, and I don't All know right. if you have that in front of you. I probably kind of don't. Person, so. Okay. 
Do you have those same numbers for Jared Allen? I, I do not. Okay. And the only reason I ask is I wonder if maybe they're favoring one in the pick and roll over the other in the pick and roll, and Evan Mobley is seeing a little bit more jump shots instead of layups and stuff outside of the paint and three-pointers and that kind of stuff. I'm That's go- the only reason I wonder. Okay. I'll, I'll take a peek at those. But I thought it was the, the fascinating stat to me is they're 9-0 and without Darius Garland. Darius is a tremendous player. That's, they're not better off without Darius Garland. So what's all that mean? I wonder if Chris Fedor knows. Hmm. Plain dealer, Cleveland.com, covers the Cavaliers. He's joining us next on Baskin and Phelps. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 